Hi, welcome to SW. I'm Daniela and this is my podcast. This is our 10th episode, which is amazing and insane to believe and really, really super exciting. And this episode was actually supposed to be posted last week, Friday, but unfortunately some stuff came up and I'll get into that right now, but essentially um, I found this book that I wanted to read and I decided I was going to do this episode on the book and then I lost the piece that connects my computer to my mic and well, I couldn't record. (laughs) So that's, that's it. Nothing special, unfortunately, but yeah, let's just get into today's episode because it's an exciting one. So last week I go into this bookstore and it's called Whitcalls. That is my go-to bookstore and I have this new obsession. Well, it's not new. I have this obsession with finding books that I want to read and then buying them and then leaving them on my bookshelf till they get dusty (laughs) and then till I get sick of my phone and I read them. And that's exactly what happened last week. Just like any other, um, I went into a bookstore and I was looking for something to read. And I was looking for this book in particular. It was called Ikigai. And I'll have to do a book review about that another um, episode when I actually read the book. But the store didn't have it. And they said, no way in New Zealand has this book. So I was like, damn. I need something to buy and put on my shelf. <laughs> um, so I, I'm i looking around and I see this book. And it's called This Is Not How It Ends by a man named Jahan. And I look at this book and even though the title I just read you is This Is Not How It Ends, the actual words on the book say this is how it ends not how it ends and how it ends is crossed out and not is underlined and I look at this book and I think this is the dumbest book I've ever seen and um ignoring don't judge a book by its cover but I was like seriously and to be quite honest I don't even know why I bought this book I think I read the back and I've read it and it kind of caught my attention because um, it's about a journalist, a TV journalist, and um, this is basically his story and he is someone who has suffered with depression and he has decided to um, rewrite his story, essentially. Now, I took this book home because it's something I can resignate with. I have suffered with anxiety. I really suffer with my mental health and have for a long time. And I'm just any old gal. (laughs) And I'd like to improve my mental health. I mean, who wouldn't like that? And there gets a point when you just get tired of just feeling down all the time and just like feeling anxious and just like wanting things to change. And so I saw this book and I was like, you know, maybe this is, you know, anything's better than nothing. 
So I took this book home and I started reading it and immediately I fell in love. Now I know how absolutely cheesy that sounds and please punch me in the face for even saying it, but um, it, it it's really the only way to describe it. I I started reading the book and the thing about the guy, uh, Jahan, who wrote the book is that because he's a TV NZ journalist or used to be, um, he's met a lot of people and he's told a lot of stories and um, he talks about his depression and he talks about how he he was going through his depression, but he was really pretending like he was okay, especially in front of his co-workers and his family and just a lot of people he knew. And this is something I could relate to, honestly. I mean, it's it's no secret that having anxiety sucks and... um. Yeah, it just sucks and you don't want to be that person to constantly be like, damn, I'm so anxious right now, like, please just get me out of the situation or even when things aren't that serious and you just feel like your emotions are so heightened and you don't know what to do with yourself and you feel like you're going insane on the inside, but actually, like, you have to act like everything's fine, especially at, like, work or, like, out in public. And as a TV reporter, he literally has to do this. He literally has to stand in front of a camera and act like everything's okay and that he's not suffering from depression and that, you know, that there's this huge secret, well, not secret, but there's this huge thing going on and nobody knows about it. And so he decides that he wants to change it. He wants to know if rewriting your story can actually change things and can actually heal or help you learn to live with or just help you deal with what's going on inside especially things that have to do with trauma and you know being able to rewrite your story and to make it a better one because it's it's scary to have to go through so many things during your life and I know like I sound like weird saying this especially that I'm so young but I mean I've been through a lot like like losing family and moving to a new country like it's difficult to deal with and like um just how he says you know maybe you can rewrite your story and instead of seeing it as like this terrible thing that happened and like um centering your life around something bad that has happened you can like use it and turn it around and actually make it something good and use what has happened to you to help others and I thought that was really special uh something that really amazed me about this book is that in the book he tells stories about people he's met and interviewed and there are stories about families who have had children who have had um, really bad depression and parents who have lost their children and just some really scary and sad stuff but he tells a lot of stories about redemption and I think this is what really got me into this book and really kind of got me to hold on and actually I literally read this book in a day like that's how invested I am or was with the book and he tells these stories about these people who have overcome literally things that you 
generally don't see people overcoming and people who turn their lives around and change their stories and really really help people and change their lives by literally changing their own stories and using their stories for good I mean he is he's literally oh, I wish I could read some of them right now but he literally has stories about um kids like there was this one guy oh I I can't remember his name but uh, there was uh, this one guy who um uh his when he was younger he had issues with his legs and his parents decided that um it was best to amputate his two legs um I'm explaining it terribly but um he grows up and he goes to school and he bullies kids because he's just like so unhappy and he becomes a bully so that he doesn't get bullied and he just spends his whole life like upset and angry and then his mom passes away and he gets like even more upset and depressed and then he decides you know what I'm not doing this anymore and he a guy who's never been athletic ever decides that he's going to go to the I think was the Brazilian or the Brazil Paralympics and he's going to win a gold medal for New Zealand. Someone who has literally never done a lot of athletic stuff and is not an athlete decides that he's going to do this, which is like literally mind-blowing because, I mean, if somebody said, Daniela, you're going to the Olympics and you are going to win a gold medal in running, I'd be like, um, hell no. I'd be like, what do you think I'm on? Because give me some of that stuff for real. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, so he decides that he is going to go to the Paralympics and he convinces a bunch of people in New Zealand to, um, donate money so that he can get the proper running equipment that a Paralympian needs because he had his legs amputated and, Um, He needed the training and he was going to do it. And then he goes to the Paralympics and he runs and he wins. He wins a gold medal and I think it was for two, three years um, before the Paralympics. He trained like like a Paralympian. Like he... He literally worked hard, he had that mindset, and he literally changed his whole life and looked at himself so differently. And like, just stories like that that are so inspirational. And it's just, it's so inspirational. There are so many stories like this. He has stories about the people he has met from the the mass shooting um, from March 13th in Christchurch. And stories about the people he met and who were directly affected and just just how the community healed or like try to heal and is still trying to heal and just how they didn't give up hope and that even though such a terrible thing happened that they still wanted to pray and that they still were um so strong in their faith and it's just amazing and stories about women who have overcome sexual abuse and literally amazing stories amazing stories that are so inspiring and people who have overcome like trauma and losing their parents and just amazing amazing stories like that and yes these stories are so amazing because the about people who overcome the stuff but 
it's so tragic just what these people have been through and like as somebody who's like gone through some stuff it's just it's really like when you read that stuff you you feel hopeful and you feel like you know what I can I can recover I can I can have a story of redemption I can you know come out the other side of this and I can you know refine and change my story and make my own and I don't have to be like this victim I don't have to you know just be you know the girl who lost um a parent or the girl who moved away from her country or whatever like I can have a special story and have a story that when I tell makes me very happy and I don't know it was very special I couldn't recommend the story more I couldn't recommend this book more I have never liked books like this. I um, have tried reading self-help books before. I really have tried and I just don't enjoy them. I hate reading stories that aren't fictional. I just feel like, like I like books where it's kind of like a movie. Um, and books are always better than movies. Um even though sometimes they're not, sometimes they're not, but I, I don't enjoy books like this, it's, it's not, no lie, no secret, um, I've tried reading them before, and this book, I wasn't hopeful for at all, I was like, you know, maybe I'll buy this book, I'll read a few pages, and it'll just end up back on my shelf, just how books like this usually do, and that was it and I started reading it and I got absolutely hooked but the thing that hooks me on this book is that it wasn't some psychologist that wrote the book and it wasn't some some person who who was giving advice on something they knew nothing about it was just a regular guy talking about something that was happening to him and that had happened to him and something that affected him so greatly and really really had changed his life for four years four years he suffered from depression and it's it's scary to think that so many people go through this and that and that so many people don't talk about these things and he's just a regular guy talking about his experience and talking about how he tried to get through it and that how he got through it. And I think that's amazing. I think it's it's nice to read a book by someone who's just like me or just like anyone else. Just just somebody who's going through a lot and trying to get through a lot and trying to find hope and find a happy ending or learning to live with what's happened and acceptance and freedom and having freedom in and just accepting that maybe this is what life's going to be like but you know not giving up on having a better tomorrow you know because sometimes stuff like this especially mental health stuff that like when you go through something that has physically harmed you then you go to a doctor or you get a plaster or bandage or whatever and you heal and with mental stuff it's different you can't just heal you don't get a plaster or a bandage or you know something and something like that and you don't get to physically watch yourself heal or you know forget about that little sore that you got like 
you really have to try to do it by yourself and there are options like therapy and stuff like that but therapy is not affordable I'll tell you that for nothing and you know there are a lot of people who feel like they need to get through this stuff on their own but I feel like there's just so much other support like family and friends and and so many other options like um in the end of the book he talks about um how he kind of overcame his depression by leaving work and by finding routine and it's like I think that's something in specific that I also struggle with is that you know people need routine people need to wake up at the same time go to bed at the same time have purpose during the day and just you know do a little bit something but be consistent with it and how that can really help and help you overcome like literally the craziest things and and how a bit of routine can literally, well, a lot of routine can literally change your life and consistency. And that sometimes, you know, you can try like, like antidepressants and certain stuff like that. And sometimes it doesn't work. And sometimes exercising and doing the typical things that people are like, you should just try this. Sometimes that stuff just doesn't work for some people. And it's really hard when you have a crazy job or crazy life and a lot on your mind. And that even the smallest of tasks and feels so difficult when you're going through stuff like that. And it's I think it's so important to recognize that stuff and yeah, please go read this book. I couldn't recommend it more. Please go read this book, especially if you're someone who feels down a lot and I'm not saying depression is feeling down a lot, but you know, anxiety, anything, anything that remotely feels like you have to carry every single day just like being able to know that you know there's a way out and that life doesn't have to be like this forever I highly recommend this book I couldn't recommend this book more this book honestly has changed my point of view of my day-to-day life and I couldn't recommend it more and while reading this book I came across so many topics that I wanted to talk about and so many things that inspired my future episodes of this podcast and um, that takes me into a bit of an announcement. I'm going to try to start posting two times a week so that'll be on Tuesdays and Fridays. Now don't take my word for it but I'm going to be trying. Um, I'm going to be doing everything in advance so we shouldn't be going through the whole something's lost or having to read a book or whatever but I've got a lot to talk about and I'm really excited about it and yeah (laughs) I always say and yeah but it's it's really exciting and I'm so excited to talk about with you and um I just wanted to talk about some of the topics that were kind of in my mind when I read the book and that I'm going to be talking about in the next few weeks. So I'll be talking about fresh starts, I'll be talking about uh, straddling two cultural worlds which is something I can definitely identify with coming from South Africa and moving to New Zealand and I know I did 
an episode on the differences of those two, but I think it's just so different also how the cultural aspect of the those are and just how you're supposed to cope with literally just two completely different worlds and like what happens like when they kind of interact in a way and like when you move to a new country and how your perspective of things change especially for me coming from a developing country some of the other ones that I wanted to mention were like a sense of belonging uh fitting in in today's world stuff like that of friends um body image you know just so much stuff that I got from this book and like so much stuff I feel like would be so good and important to talk about and a lot of this stuff is um is important because when I started this podcast this this was the kind of stuff that I wanted to be talking about and like in the book he he talks about how we kind of feel like there's an expectation of how we're supposed to act and how we're supposed to act in a certain way and and I think what's crazy about that is just the fact that we aren't always told how we're supposed to act but we are we do feel like that there are some sort of expectations that we're supposed to be a certain person or we're supposed to act a certain way even though no one's actually really told us this is what you're supposed to be like this is what your life's supposed to look like we kind of feel like we have to fulfill these roles that we literally don't even know what they are or you know like we kind of make them up in our heads kind of um I I just have a whole bunch of stuff like this like um there were some really like amazing quotes in the book like uh he would quote the people that he had interviewed and one of them is there is no point dwelling in suffering if it makes us lose hope and it's just like a lot of stuff that's that can really like help inspire you and motivate you. Another one is rather than focusing on what was missing from my story, I could focus on what was already there. Those are the bits that matter. And yeah, just stuff like that that I think will be really cool to talk about and really great to talk about, especially in today's world. And especially as somebody such as myself, who's just (laughs) literally 20 and just trying to figure things out along the way. So yeah, these are the things that I am looking forward to talking to, and I hope you stay for all of these episodes. I know this one was really quick and um quite short, but uh, the others will be a bit longer. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you are new, thank you so much. I really appreciate your support and I hope you're going to stay for the next few episodes. And if you're just someone who is kind of a regular now, thank you so much for your support and I really appreciate it. Thank you. I hope you guys have a great day and yeah, I'll talk to you next week.